Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan and his sleeve of Nutter Butters that he is. sleeve of Nutter Butters. Did you eat the entire thing in this one sitting? Not yet. I was hoping to get them done before the show But you started started this morning. Yeah. I started this morning. Okay. And uh, Steve Peters? Was- uh, I'm just here ready. I just don't want to. When did Nutter Butters change? Aren't they supposed to be shaped like a peanut? They're still peanut shaped. I've butter. never seen a round Nutter Butters. They just butter. have options. I don't think now. that's you real know, then. You got you to gotta just keep evolving your brand to get people excited about it. So it. they went round. Not buying it. Wow. Unreal. Well, happy Monday, everyone. It's not Monday for us because this is a pre-recorded episode because we're moving offices today. So it's all hands on deck minus Craig. So what? So right now, when this is on and we release this, you and I are going to be busy going up and downstairs carrying boxes. What the f- is Craig going to be doing? Sending you guys videos, like like laughing. Are you going to physically Sipping come? Are you going to come? And why would I do it? I thought about coming with like well, a megaphone, but why sitting in the corner and, and directing you guys. Yeah. But after five minutes, that might wear thin. <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, might wear thin. So you're just gonna sit. You at can home. pass out. You can sit at home, you know. You can pass out up. our burrito, ex- our free burrito. Oh yeah, free Express. burritos, burritos express. Yeah, and we get breakfast burritos. Yep. Just saying. So worth the trip downtown. Out on that, I might yeah. bake. So that's what mm, we're doing right muffins. now. We're moving right now. Yep. And I'm, I guarantee, I'm complaining, and I'm using the age <laughs> card right now. <laughs> just yeah. like you were last week with pickleball, but we already got into that. So. We're going to continue on with Tales from the Road because they're just so good. They're just so good. I'm so entertained by them. We've gotten a lot of good feedback. So I'm going to give the floor to you both because your tale is the same one, but we're going to hear the two perspectives on it. So without further ado, let's hear it. And as always, because Craig is the reporter of the group, he has facts. <laughs> you just I just have, have general and then I paint. You have color. Yes. Not I that paint Craig with a brush. But... I don't know when and where, and sometimes I change people and my story evolves a little bit. So now Craig is going to actually set the stage. I'm going to set it up for you, Petey. I'm going to set facts. it up for you. Yeah. All right. Let's hear it. Are we good? Yeah. So the date is January 22nd, 2019. See? He has the See? exact date. <laughs> the Caddies are in Ottawa for a game against the Senators. Derek Stepan scores the game-winning goal in a 3-2 victory. 
Vinny Hinestroza has two goals in this game. Wow. I know Melissa Brown, an avid listener of our show, is very happy to hear that because she's a big Vinny Hinestroza wow. fan. Vinny Who isn't? Hinestroza has three points in this game. Wow. And the Coyotes start off this road trip through Toronto, Ottawa, and Montreal 2-0 and because they just beat the Leafs in the previous game. As always. But they have a back-to-back. <laughs> Ottawa to Montreal. It's a quick flight, Petey. Quick flight. Really quick, quick flight, flight from Ottawa to Montreal. Quick Not flight. a big deal to go from one city to no the other. No big deal. I've never even flown Because, just let's driven. face it, the Eastern Conference has things a lot easier yes. when it comes to travel. Your cupcakes out east. So, Coyotes win the game. The usual post-game. Everybody's in a hurry to get out of there because it's in Canada. Which and it's is a back-to-back. Probably, yep. probably about a half an hour from the airport, yeah, right, a, in Ottawa. Yep. So, we hustle out of there. We get on the bus and we head to the plane. Take it over, Peter. And so you got to put this in perspective. When you have a back-to-back, the urge is to hurry. And then from the coaching staff on down, hey, let's go, guys, let's go, let's go, because we got to get to bed um, in the next city. So everything's great. We're swimming along. We're great. We get to the plane. The bus drops us off at the plane. You can look out the windows, and there go the buses leaving. Fine. Don't need the buses. We're on a plane. We're getting ready. We're getting our, you know, our water on the plane, our snacks prepared. We're getting all ready on the plane. And then our travel guy, David Griffiths, gets called to the front of the plane. At this point, still no major concern. That could be the food for the plane didn't get there on time or it might be cold. There could be any issues. He comes back to the cabin and said, there's a problem with the plane. We will not be flying. Rut row. Rut row. <laughs> I talked to David Griffiths last week and he said he went up to the cabin and they opened the door to the cockpit. And all he saw was wires hanging out of the cockpit. All of the paneling was pulled and it was just a bunch mm. of wires. And they said, we will not be flying today. So now. How long were we on the plane before they made we're that? We're a good half hour. Yeah. Half hour, 40 minutes. We're on the plane. Oh, it's now there's nothing worse than just sitting there with sitting nothing waiting. happening. So now, now we're on a, on a plane two hours from Montreal. We've got a play in Montreal. It's snowing because it's January. And now wheels have to get in motion to make a different plan because we can't fly. Can't fly. Not going to fly. So now you have options. You go back to your hotel in Ottawa, stay overnight, bus in the morning. Maybe the plane will be fixed in the morning. But what happens in these situations between the travel guy, the head coach, and the general manager, a decision needs to be made. It ultimately relies on the general manager. He has to make a decision. So in this case, the decision was made. We're going to bus immediately to Montreal right now. Let's get to Montreal. Let's get there so we can prepare for the game. So our travel guy, Griff, gets on the phone. Buses have left. Buses are 20 minutes to a half hour away right now. They're gone. Of the two drivers, only one had enough hours and was willing to drive (laughs) the two hours to Montreal at that time of night. Explain that because it's usually split up. Yeah, we see there's two buses. There's a bus with players, coaches, and management. And there's a bus that has some staff members, media members, the TV, like Tyson Nash, Matt McConnell, Craig Morgan. We we call that the fun bus, by the way, for reasons we'll talk about later. So they have a second bus. Well, the driver of the fun bus, the media bus, said no. Now, whether it was he had an assignment in the morning or he couldn't make it there and back or didn't have enough hours, I don't know. We have one bus. So now... We have to call the equipment truck for the Ottawa centers has to come back 
the kid that packs the truck and drives the equipment to the airport has to come back. They have to unload the plane, put all the equipment in the back of an equipment truck, drive that equipment truck with the equipment staff in it from Ottawa to Montreal. Then all of us have to get all of our luggage off of the plane, get down. And now we have to wait for the bus driver 20 minutes to get back. We all know we're leaving. We have to wait for him. So now we're after midnight and we're just getting on a bus with all of our stuff. But it's snowing. And it's it's snowing, windy. I, I won't go full on blizzard. I don't want to be too dramatic. Like it wasn't unsafe to travel. But you're looking at a bus driver now who's probably worked all day. Yep. And now it's one in the morning. It's one thirty <laughs> in the morning. Should be in bed. It's two in the oh, morning. God. You're going. Uh oh. It's dark. It's cold. It's windy, and it's snowing. And you're going. Oh shit! I hope this guy stays awake. Please stay awake. And you're like, hey, you every once in a while, you, operating, right? you say something to him, and, and all of us are trying to have conversations with the bus. Or, hey, how you doing? Or what? You know, just engage him in conversations to keep him awake. So you go and hope. You hope that you get to the hotel in two hours, but you don't. <laughs> let Let me jump in here because one of the things that stood out for me on that bus ride, you know, they, they just won two games, so they're in a good mood, but it would have been really easy for this to devolve into a bitch session, right? It's an awful situation. You don't want to bust two hours across Canada at whatever AM it was. When we got on that bus, the first voice that I remember, Christian Fisher, of course, chattering away. Oh, just like back in juniors, boys. I'm like, I'm looking at him like, you basically had a cup of coffee in juniors. Yeah. Like one season in juniors, but he's going on and on. And he gets everybody going. And then guys are just chatter. It was a fun bus ride. Guys were in unbelievably good spirits for whatever that was like a three-hour bus it ride. It ended up being a two-hour bus ride turned into a three-hour bus yeah. ride. Wait, really quick. So did they put everyone on one bus? Everyone's everyone on, on one, one bus. bus. So, norm so we're packed in. There's so normally there's more room because there's everyone yes. spread out. But they uh, fit everyone. You're like, up in all and, those and you're seats. At, all those seats are taken. Like the general manager. To? I was – Todd Walsh and I were the only two that had – our own rooms. <gasps> it was really Who weird. Is that true? All year? the players went back. The coaches are up front. I sat next to the travel guy. And yeah. and it's funny because you're talking about the general manager, head coach, and the veteran players all have their own seats. Well, not now because everybody's jammed in. So everybody's doubling up. <laughs> and now you're tired. I mean, You're in a suit that you've been in since noon. You know, so you're like uncomfortable. It's cold. It's It was just a miserable experience. But to Craig's point, you make the most of it. And the one that takes all of the heat. And all of the pressure and everybody's yelling at is the travel guy who yes. literally has nothing. There's a plane part. can give it back. Too, yeah. So, so he, he does actually. And then he'll start commenting on how the player played during the game that day. How are you on the power play? Yeah. And so yeah, Griff is pretty good at dishing out as well as he takes it. We finally get to the hotel. It's three 30 in the morning. The team plays the next day. Do you remember pulling up? I remember. So set the stage, by the way, they, and, and listen, the Coyotes travel well. Like they may have taken a bus, but when we got to Montreal, yeah. we pulled up in front of the Ritz Carlton in in Montreal. And this, there are a few properties like Vancouver. The Pacific Rim is. This is one of the best properties to stay in in the NHL. So I'm going to say something about this hotel, and we're going to take a little side rail okay. because it's three thirty in the morning. We're tired. We're hungry. We're cold. It's storming. But you walk into the Ritz-Carlton Montreal, and the players have to play in hours now. But by the time they get to bed, it's going to be 5 in the morning, right? The Ritz-Carlton Montreal has a feature that no other hotel in the National Hockey League <laughs> that I've stayed in has that changes your life. No doubt. 
you walk into the bathroom and first off in the bathroom of the Ritz Carlton in Montreal, the tile floor is heated. Phenomenal Lovely. in the middle of winter. Yep. Phenomenal warm floor. But it has a European style bidet. Craig and I talked about this in Montreal. It's a toilet. I mean, it's all built in one. It's, it's all, all in, one. in one and it is phenomenal. <laughs> it, it changes your life. It's in a separate stall, glassed in. And as soon as, sorry, your your bare ass gets close to that seat, <laughs> yes, something activates, and that seat is warm when your butt hits it. You get a warm it's seat. It's warm. Warm. Which is really nice in the middle of winter when you get up in the middle of the night, yes. as old guys do. Warm toilet seat. Yes. That is absolutely game-changing at 4 o'clock in the morning after that ride to have a warm toilet. And then... Here's the problem, <laughs> especially at 4.30, 4, 4.30 in the morning, is trying to figure out the controls because there's no words written on it. It's all pictures. And some of the area where the water shoots out for a bidet is different than others. You have to figure out the controls. And there's also an automatic dryer that dries those areas after you use the water to clean yourself. You need the dryer. And there are options. There, there are, are options, options. For, like, for force, for Yes. Strength of one. (laughs) Go ahead. Which now makes this the best bathroom I've ever been in in my life. I looked into that toilet just thinking, hey, this would be really cool to have home. That's a $5,000 toilet. (laughs) So clearly we do not have the Ritz-Carlton bidets in the Peter's bathroom. Now we're in the hotel. Players are sleeping. We hope. There's one guy not sleeping. That is our travel guy. (laughs) because now we not only need to play a game tomorrow in Montreal, we need to get home from Montreal in less than 24 hours. We're flying from Montreal to Phoenix, but let's put the reference of when this is January 22nd. The next day is the all-star break, right? So the majority of our players who live in Canada or our head coach or our general manager all left had plans to leave from Montreal to places unknown for a three day four-day break so that means no john chica no rick Tockett. our tr- our travel guy's not on the plane dave <laughs> griffiths isn't flying with us because he's going to toronto yeah. our, our our security guy jim o'neill he's not going because he's going to the all-star game so what half of the people on this flight don't care they don't care if it gets home don't care because yeah. they're going somewhere else we'll get to that in a minute because there's more from montreal normally as a media member like when, when you have an experience like that pretty much anybody if they can like there's not going to be a morning skate the next day because you, you're playing a back-to-back anyway. You're going to sleep in, right? You're going to try and get some sleep because you got in at 3.30, you unpack, you get settled. You're not, like Petey said, you're not asleep until 4.30, maybe 5 o'clock. This was Alex Galchenyuk's first game back in Montreal with the Coyotes. So they had to do a, a news conference mm. because there were tons of local media that wanted to talk to him. So rather than taking Alex to the... Uh, to the arena, to Centre Belle, they held it in a room at the Ritz-Carlton in a back room. It was the most bizarre setup with just tons oh, you of showed reporters. Me this too but Montreal. I had to go. I had to be there because this... So I'm like, oh, great, you know? What time was it? It was probably late morning, but, you know, you, you get in at 3.30, anything you feels just, awful at yeah. this point. Your old clock is off. But Galchenyuk was, was amazing, by the way, in that interview returning to Montreal, despite all the just the garbage that he had had to deal with uh, with Montreal media. So that was the day. And then, of course, they had to play a game that night with no sleep 
back to back, third game in four nights, and try and come out of this road trip. How did they do on that game? They lost two to one, but they played really well. It was a tight game. It was a one-one going to the third period. So is that the offside game? Oh my god, yeah, it was. Alex Goligoski? It was. I wonder what the odds are, Leah, that you would win a game <laughs> after not going to bed at five in the morning. What do you think the DraftKings odds were for the Arizona Coyotes <laughs> going into that Montreal game? Because there is a story in the third period. It, they must have been plus what 150? I don't remember how good or not they were at that time. But I'm not sure. I wonder if you calculated teams that had those issues. You got the offside story? After Leah does her work. Yeah, he really just teed me up for that one with the the odds. Um, It'd be interesting, though, to calculate how teams do. I wonder if someone in Vegas is right on it. DraftKings is usually right on it as well. Um, There's plenty to bet on besides, you know, how things unfold in crazy stories like this. Uh, Craig is opening his last Nutter Butter as I speak. That's good for radio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, plenty you can bet on. We got baseball going on, the WNBA, some soccer. You can bet on NHL Futures, the World Juniors, tons and tons of stuff on the DraftKings Sportsbook apps. If you haven't already downloaded it, be sure to do so. Use the promo code PHNX and make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So going into that game all day long, there was only one piece of news that the people that wanted to get home. Because this is, again, it's an all-star break. You want to get home. You have three to four days away from work. You spend with your family. I want to get home. So it's critical to know how the hell are we getting there? Because as of right now, our plane is still in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. We're in Montreal. And there is now a part that needs to get to Ottawa from Dallas, because that's where the plane was based. We need to get that part to Dallas, insert it into the plane. The plane needs to fly and land in Montreal before the game is over. That's not a lot of time. So David Griffiths, again, Griff, our travel guy, was on the phone all day long between texas ottawa and now he has to come up with another plan because if there is not a plane you can't leave all of us in montreal so he has to come up with another plan so now he's on the phone with air canada he's on the phone with delta he is trying to procure another plane in a matter of hours to get a a, a plane to fly us from montreal an international flight yeah yes across the border (laughs) so this went on all afternoon to the point that I, I again, I, I just talked to Griff, and it was it came down to a matter of minutes when he was talking to the engineer of the plane, going, "We need a decision right now. If we don't have a decision in the next five minutes, we need to get a different plane." And it, it came down to minutes that they go, "Okay, we're gonna have to fly Air Canada." And the engineer finally said, "The part is here. We think we can get it in. We'll be there. We're flying you home." That's just before the puck drops at the arena. So now there's a sense of relief for the, the, the three quarters of us that are flying home. So now we go to the game. It's 2-1, as Craig mentioned. Yeah. It's late in the third period. This is a story that was written out of Hollywood because we just talked about Galchenyuk and his game back. Power play Coyotes, 2-1 late. Alex Galchenyuk scores 2-2. You're like, oh my God, we just tied. We're going to, the team has bonded on this horrifically long road trip. It's terrible. And we're going to win this game in overtime. And Galchenyuk's going to be the hero. 
this play is now under review. And I'm like, no, like, yeah. So the video guy for the Montreal Canadiens, the great Mario LeBlanc, who is the longest tenured video guy in the league, by the way, made an offside call on Alex Goligoski 45 seconds before the puck went in. It was just a routine pass from the half wall back to Goligoski. It is a nothing place. Not when they entered the zone, they had possession. They're passing the puck around. No one saw it. No one saw that. It was one of the best offside calls I've ever seen. Call comes back. Galchenyuk loses the goal. Coyotes don't get the goal on the board, lose the game two to one, all because of that unbelievable offside call. Mm. So Gal- uh, Alex Goligoski felt shame for missing that. Now, I, what? I remember that vividly. I also remember being assaulted by the Sandra Bell Gestapo when I tried to carry a Shein show into the press box from the media dining. There's no Shein show in that the press box? That is a no-no, apparently, and that was the first time I knew it. I, I remember to ask asking Arpan Basu, who we've had on the show, right? Yep. I was like, "What's up with that?" He's like, "Oh yeah, you just can't do that. They'll, they'll take you down." I was like, oh, "It's a hot dog. We eat, we eat in the press box everywhere." But minor minor side note to that: Coyotes lose the game. They still go two and one. Still feeling pretty mm-hmm. good about themselves off of that road trip, and we're heading home for the All Star break. Or are we? Oh mm-hmm. God. Yeah, the story doesn't end there. No. So. David Griffiths, who I've already mentioned, is not going to join us. He's going to go to Toronto for his break. And our security guy, who is also would be the number two guy f- to take over the travel duties for him. And he is also not going. He's going to the All-Star game. Yeah, thanks, guys. Where's the All-Star game? Uh, it was it was in Canada somewhere, I believe. I don't know. Up. So Craig will look that up. So we drive the bus. to David Griffiths takes this, the bus to the, to the airport with us saying... Gets us through the gate. Everything's okay. He walks up, talks to the pilot. Are we all good? Everything's good. Everything's good. The pilot said, well, oh no, we've got a little problem. San Jose, by the way. Oh, that's not a, even close. It's yeah, a storm. No. Yeah. And the storm is causing heavy winds. Headwinds. And so we don't have enough gas to get home <laughs> if we leave from Montreal. And you're like, what? <laughs> we, we, what? This is that, 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 that. We always hear rumors we might have to stop, we might have to stop. So when you hear you might have to stop on a, an already five and a half hour, six hour flight, you have to stop somewhere. You're like, we won't take off till 1130. And we're in the air and we're just hoping every, every few minutes, someone would check with the, the, the flight crew and say, Hey, are we going to have to stop? We're going to have to stop. And unfortunately the news came down. We're going to have to stop. <laughs> So at three o'clock in the morning, we landed in Kansas City, Missouri <laughs> to get gas. <laughs> and people are starving because there, there was issues with the food on the plane, too. Because starving of, and sleep deprived. Like, yeah. think about what we've just endured over the last couple of days. But there it's wasn't crazy. a normal food because I couldn't get the the the, the food on right. the plane because the plane had just come from Ottawa. Oh so we didn't have gosh. a regularly stocked plane for meals. Everybody's hungry. We're like, can we order pizza in Kansas City when we land and get it delivered? Well, that couldn't nope. happen. It's three thirty in the morning, right? So now we're gassing up. People are tired. There's people literally sleeping in the aisles of the plane. This was it was, it was like a little war movie. I know, poor babies. I know. Sorry, poor guys on a charter flight. We finally land in Arizona the following day at six thirty in the morning. Oh, so by the time you get off the plane and get you in your car, red eyes in that direction. No, it's not a thing. So what time are you behind the wheel of your car? Seven a.m. in downtown Phoenix. Guess what 7 a.m. on a weekday is in downtown Phoenix? It's friggin' rush hour. 
You've just gone through 36 hours of travel hell. You finally are home. The sun is up. No. Haven't slept basically in two days. I didn't go home. You want to go ahead. You didn't. Oh, there's more to the story. I, well, I went home, but now I got to ride. I'm in rush hour traffic at seven. I haven't slept in two days and you're just unbelievably cranky. So this was the longest road trip. This was longer than the flight when we went to Prague. That's how horrific this experience was. But I finally made it home, thus ending one of the longest road trips. When I got off the plane, I got in my car. I stopped in Dunkin' Donuts like I always did for my uh, show co-hosts, picked up donuts and coffee, and I went straight to the KTAR studio to record an episode of The Natty Hattie. Wow. Jamie. Just got off the plane, went. Wow. Seriously? It up, did it. Yep, that was it, because it was time. That's what we had scheduled. That so. is impressive. And then I went home and slept for a day. End wow. of story. Wow. It was That's a brutal trip. Unreal. So that was, that was the most difficult. And I, I will say this, for the travel guys out there around the league, the worst part of their job is, and this happens, I've seen it a dozen times, when they come in between the second and third period intermission. The travel guy doesn't go into the coach's room in the locker room during a game, ever. There's no reason for them to be there. When you see the door open and the travel guy comes in in the second intermission, you go, oh, no. <laughs> and he looks at the head coach and goes, we have a problem. And that that is the worst oh, sentence boy. for any staff member, coach, player in the National Hockey League when the travel guy comes in and says, we have a problem. Because it gets worse from there. And we'll have other stories where that conversation yes, took place. <laughs> and another one at another holiday at another time. Wow. Yes, exactly. But I felt so bad many. for the travel guys and I felt bad for everybody had to get through that. But we all made it home safe. And, and uh, that's all that really matters. Everyone needs a beer at the end of that one. Jeez. Yes. After you wake up from your 10-hour nap, freaking need a beer after all that stress, especially the travel guy. Um, and I'm sure he had some Four Peaks beer because sure that's did. the best choice, obviously, for beer once he got back to the Valley. Um, we love Four Peaks. I had some Four Peaks after pickleball last week. It was a very refreshing beverage after a lot of hard work. Um, and we're going to need our next Toast of the Month sweepstakes winner. You can win a $50 Four Peaks gift card, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. All you have to do is go to gophnx.com or click on the link in the show notes. You must be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly. Okay, well, I feel like I need to have one story in this. It's, I hope it's a happy one. It, it is. It, it obviously has nothing to do with being on a hockey road trip because I've never been on one. But before you start, Leah, can I say how many of these stories have involved Montreal over the last okay, that, several that's shows. hockey road trip? No, but that's starting that's starting to be the theme because last week when we did this, I realized. Yeah, you had it three it, times. That I've had three Montreal travel horror stories and how yours. And now that's two. Guess which for trip I'm skipping next season. Yeah, yeah. I would not go to Montreal. It's a curse. It's a cursed. I love Montreal. Love it. And I didn't even tell you guys about my friend who came and met me at the end of the draft. And I took one extra day and the nightmare travel she had. She got detained at the border for two hours and had to pay five hundred dollars. Wow. Yeah, crazy. Uh, it's cursed. Okay, here's my quick story, non hockey related, but I'm just trying to match your level of great travel stories. I'm gonna run out and like two weeks so then you guys can just take it away but this is the story of how i lost my friend in australia like literally lost her that's frightening yes um it's i my friend and i my best friend from childhood we took a three-week trip to australia does this involve koalas 
It does not. It does not. Sorry, Sean. Um, it doesn't. No, it doesn't involve kangaroos. But I did see a lot of them in this particular place. It's the literally the last day of our trip. It's a Saturday on Sunday. My friend has a transatlantic flight or transpacific. Sorry, a transpacific flight from Brisbane to Edmonton and then Edmonton to Toronto. So that's like a huge travel day for her. I was just flying to Melbourne. I was leaving the following day. So I had a little bit of breathing room here. We're in North Stradbroke Island, which is an island, a ferry off of Brisbane. Beautiful island. If you ever go to Australia and you're in Brisbane, go to this island. Unbelievable. We had some friends there. We were on a kind of like a girls weekend. There were nine of us in this house on this island. Amazing time. It's our last night in Australia. We go to the fullest. <laughs> There's no four peaks in Australia, but if there many were, beer, yeah. many drinks were had. We're staying up late at this point. We so we knew we had to wake up, take a 20 minute cab to the ferry, take an hour ferry, take a 20 minute Uber to the airport and get on the plane. And for her, it's like make or break because she is going to Edmonton from there. I'm just going to Melbourne, so I'm a little yeah, less stressed. We ha- so we backtracked, counted when we needed to do this. We said, okay, we have to wake up at 5.30 in the morning. Keep in mind, it's like 2.30 right now. Like nobody's sleeping. I'm sitting out on the patio of this house chatting. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a few hours of sleep, go to bed. My friend, she's like, I'm going to stay awake for a little bit. So I go to bed. I wake up at 5.30 from my alarm. I look. She's not in the room. It's like maybe she's already oh, up. No. So I'm looking around for her. Don't find her. Then all of a sudden... I was like, okay, I'll just call her. Then all of a sudden, her phone alarm goes off. I discover <gasps> her phone oh. is in the room as well. Oh, no. I see the girl that I left her. There was two girls left talking on the patio when I went to bed. My friend and this girl. And so I asked the other girl who was in the house, where did Alex go? She said, what do you mean, where did she go? I thought she was with you. And I said, I last left her with you. you. What do you mean? And she said, well, we did go for a walk last night. I was like, what? Yeah. And this is an island. Like, there's no lights. Like, this is And this dark. is 3.34 in the morning. Like, yeah. Or late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she said, yeah, we went for a walk. And we went on separate, like, we went separate ways. I was like, what? Separate ways? <laughs> drunk decisions. Drunk decisions. So now I'm starting, the panic is creeping yeah. in. We, ha- we literally have to leave in the next 30 minutes to make the flights. And also, I'm worried because where this house is, like, it's cliffs down to the ocean. So I'm, like, like, the worst case scenarios are going through my head. So we're, okay, well, let's just go. Maybe she fell asleep, like, under a tree somewhere. So we're walking, (laughs) calling her name. We get in the car. We see, like, you know, morning joggers. Hey, have you seen, like, a blonde girl? And now the true panic. And... So we go back, we wake up all the other girls. We had a party out in a car. We had a party out on foot and we had people waiting back at the house. And we're like, we might have to call the police. Yeah. yeah. So we literally called the police on this island. I was like, I have to call her parents. And like, oh I'm my God. panicking. Like, yeah, this is a movie. This is a literally, movie. literally panicking about an hour and just over an hour goes by of us. So now are you late? And this the is ferry it's yet? an island, but it's a giant island. So she's like somewhere, but it's really large. Like you, ha- it takes like yeah. thirty minutes. To is drive. your timeline in jeopardy yet? Yes, okay. our timeline's in jeopardy. I'm, but I like I was fine, but I was. She had to make a right. transatlantic or transpacific. I keep saying that because it's crossing an ocean. But all of a sudden, she just strolls up and walks up on the patio of the house. 
Like, just show them, just do do do. Hey, hello. Hi. What I missed. And we're like, what? Where have you been? And she was like, I don't know. All of a sudden, I came to and I was walking along the side of the road. What? Came, <laughs> came to? Came to? Came to and I'm just walking. Like, she had, I guess she like blacked out. Well, she's walking. <laughs> yeah. She how just, old? Did we say how old you were during this? This was 2019. So we were 23. Yes. You're old enough to know better. Yeah. 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 But young enough and to we're know. like, I was like, we thought I literally had visions of like her oh, we like, she dead off. Cliff. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, and I had called my I hadn't called her parents yet, but I'd called my mom, which yes. like nothing can really she there's nothing my mom could do back yeah. in the United States. But mm. I was like, I lost Alex. And uh yeah, she has no idea where, where she, she ended was, up, she how did. she got there. She was like, I don't even know how I got back here. Like, I just kind of remember. But she was so just like casual, calm about it. What? And meanwhile, I had been like sobbing <laughs> my eyes out. So the the worst part for me as a parent is you're going, your kid left your phone. Like if if right if my yeah, son doesn't a, have his phone with him, that was a red huge a red flag. I would have freaked. Out. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you I had to not know where you were. Like Wait, she didn't you, even you, know you where don't, she was. But also, really? it's like, why did you go for a walk at three a.m. by on yourself a, on an island? Like when you have to leave in an hour. Yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, wow. we ended up making it. We did she get on her flight? Yeah. So we ended up making it because we got driven the ferry. Like the timing was perfect. It was a little tight getting to the airport. She actually made her flight, and her punishment was she was severely hungover oh, on the exactly on the fifteen-hour flight horrible. to Edmonton. Horrible oh, that is. Yeah. That's terrible. I know. That's a terrible story. I know. That's frightening. I know. And that's I still want to know what happened. And we'll never we know. We will never know. Maybe and that's like... not the only story of a time I've lost her in another country, and I'll tell that one another what? time. She's <laughs> like, Alex, we gotta meet this Alex. Pass through a portal or something. Alex got like, lost twice into another dimension. More than twice in foreign countries. Yeah. Okay. That'll never happen to me because I'm never going to a foreign country ever again. There's more to Alex than me, CIA. I think Jeez. there's something going on with Alex. She's a she's a hockey. She plays hockey in Canada. So, you know, there's my hockey tie-in. She's Canadian and plays That's hockey. Crazy. Yeah. Unreal story. Um, shout out Alex. She probably won't listen to this. Probably. But well, you it, never know. It is a good story. It is. She's one of my best friends from childhood. So love you, Alex. Appreciate you letting me throw you under the bus for this one. Anywho. We'll wrap up here. I just want to tell everybody about FOCO, our partner. They're the leader in sports merchandise and collectibles. FOCO's got you covered with the best Arizona merchandise. They've officially licensed gear for men, women, and kids, and everything from bobbleheads to swimsuits to Crocs. Head on over to FOCO, that's F-O-C-O dot com, or click the link below in the description for all non-presale items. Use the promo code PHNX for 10% off. And also, if you're not already, please become a member at gophnx.com. You can read all of Craig's stories, all of the stories from all the talented writers here at PHNX. When you sign up for an annual membership, you get a t-shirt from the PHNX locker. Check out the locker if you haven't already. Some great Coyote shirts in there. We got PHNX hats. I mean, a lot of the major sports seasons are just around the corner. So gear up. It's time. It's almost time. So hopefully we'll have a new shirt to launch when the time gets closer. <laughs> um, we're actually going to be remote all this week as we get our new office ready. But the new studios are going to be as you get. Yes. Yes. The new office ready. The new studios are going to be amazing. I'm not going to spoil anything yet, but different vibes, different. Oh. Maybe not just two studios to choose from, but three. So huge space, huge space. It's beautiful. I'm and, so uh, excited. An interesting location when it comes to the Coyotes, but we'll, we'll more on that later. More on that later. It's an interesting week ahead. On the 18th, the Tempe City Council is going to hear back from the 
council staff on a lot of the major points of the Coyotes proposal. So we'll get into all of that later this week. Lots ahead. We'll have an audio episode on Tuesday and then live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms and follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes and leave us a review wherever you get your podcast and like if you haven't already. And follow each of us on Twitter. I need to be better about plugging our personal ads. You can follow Craig at Craig S. Morgan. You can follow PD at S. Peters Hockey. And you can follow me at Leah Merrill. Anything else? I'm good. All right. I'm good. Okay. Well, we're going to get back to uh, moving here. And uh, you'll see the, the new space soon. Till then, everyone, enjoy the rest of your day. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.